Hey Hannah. Hey Kate. What kind of drink you got today? Well today I am enjoying some peppermint tea because oh. it, is, it is the holidays and I, you know, I love my peppermint. I was just craving a hot cozy drink um, and I'm enjoying it in the cutest mug to ever exist. Oh it yeah, tell us about it. Um, well it's like this little, looks handmade. I don't know, I'm assuming it's handmade. Um, little handmade mug with little flowers on the outside and on the inside there's a little um, hand molded uh, snail like at the bottom oh, of the mug. So that's so cute. He's like poking up out at you while you're drinking it. It's just so cute. I just love it. It's my. It was a, a little Christmas present from my secret Santa. Oh, little shout out. What a what a great but, idea. Yeah, I love it. But what do you have? I have um, the new element hot chocolate flavor, salted caramel hot chocolate, mm, and it so is good. so good. It is. It's, um, it literally tastes like just a salted caramel candy. Yeah. So very sweet, actually, but in a really good way. Not too sweet, I would mm. say. Because it's got to taste like caramel. Got to taste like caramel. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Well, All right. ready to get into it? Yeah. Howdy, Howdy from, from Houston. Houston. I'm Kate. And I'm Hannah. And today we're talking about finishing out the year strong, New Year's goals, New Year's attitudes, mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. Yeah. I think that's... Um, where a lot of people's heads are at right now, finishing out December and going into January. I know a lot of people are always looking to set New Year's resolutions and things like that. So be a fun thing to talk about today. Yeah, and I feel like just everyone's kind of got on their minds, you know, reflection and maybe new beginnings, which yeah. can be, um, and change, which for some people I know is stressful, but for others, like me, I, I kind of like change. Yeah, and I, I think a big thing about going into the new year is there's no one set way to approach change or to approach the new year. You know, everybody will talk about, um, this is how you set a goal. This is how you accomplish what you want. This is how you should be approaching New Year's resolutions, pro New Year resolution, anti New Year resolution, you know? So mm -hmm. everybody has what works for them, what doesn't work for them. Um, if something isn't working for you, you know, mix it up, try something else. Maybe, maybe you do need to try a different habit that you're not used to. Um, something like that or a new style of habit, you know, um, but I think, yeah, I think that's just a big part is everybody's different and not everyone's style is going to work for the next person. Yeah, I agree. Kind of to that point. I mean, Hannah, what's your goal setting style? Mm. Well, I would say I, I do follow probably a little bit more of the traditional route for goal setting. Um, I, I like to have very specific goals, you know, the whole, what is it? Smart goals, like specific, mm -hmm. measurable, achieve, achievable. I don't remember the Tangible, R. Tangible maybe? R. I don't know. Timely? I think timely. there's oh, timeline. Okay, I, I don't remember the R though. Uh -huh. But you can Google it. Smart goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically just having, setting yourself up for success. Oh, I think it's realistic. Oh yeah. Achievable and realistic. They're kind of the same, but yeah. um, same idea. Uh, but I like, I like to have a few of those um, kind of going at all times. Not necessarily a New Year's resolution thing, but I like to have a couple of goals that I'm working towards at all times. Um, recently, or last year, I guess, my, the first time I really set um, a, a full-blown, one-year-long New Year's resolution in a while, I, I had the goal of um, you know, reading the Bible in an entire year. Um, and that became increasingly difficult. We can kind of get into that at some point um, in the conversation of just how to deal with not achieving your goals and things like that. Um, 
but I I modified that. Oh, sorry, I I set that goal not this current year, but the year prior. Okay. Um, and so then going into this year, 2022, um, I set that goal again, and I set a different goal, and I set it in a in a slightly different way. Instead of um, reading the Bible, you know, every single day and trying to read the whole Bible in a year, it was more I want to try try and read the Bible in a year without being stressed about the day-to-day specifics. You know, I don't need to read it every single day, but I want to try and read the whole thing in a year. Um, Kind of along with that, I also set the goal of wanting to um, write in a journal every day. And that was was something from 2021 that I tried to do, and I struggled really hard. I struggled to write in that journal every single day. You know, I did it maybe for the month of January, but then um, I started to you know, get busy with things and, you know, life starts to change a little bit. So I started, I I changed that goal this year to be, I want to fill a journal in a year. And, um, I actually did that. I finished filling it out in the middle of November. Um, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, So I, I didn't necessarily, you know, write every single day, but I found it to be way more useful because the intention of why I was writing in the journal became a lot more apparent. You know, why, why did I want to write in the journal every day? Well, it wasn't because I wanted to check the box of writing in my journal every day. It was because I wanted to get the benefit of using a journal, which for me, it's very therapeutic. It's very cathartic. It helps me organize my thoughts and my emotions, things like that. And so instead of writing in it every day, which made it feel like a homework assignment, changing it to filling a journal in an entire year, that it was way more realistic, way more doable. Um, and I really felt the benefit of the goal of the task that I was actually trying to do every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. That just goes to show that goal setting is, can constantly be a work in progress. I feel like, yeah, because a lot of us have big lofty goals and that's Mm -hmm. great to have really big goals, but sometimes you need to modify along the way in order to achieve that because there's a lot of small steps that yeah. go into achieving a big goal like reading the whole Bible mm-hmm. or building up, maybe building up to journaling every day, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I think, I think that's totally a fair thing to say because the little steps, I think people don't want to say that those are their goals. You know, they'll, they'll say this one massive goal, that's the goal. Right. And then they, they're doing all these little things without recognizing those as being, you know, goals in and of themselves and that's the stuff that I think you know that's what really matters that's what builds the habit that's what builds um you know the moving forward into achieving it at the end yeah I I totally agree and and something that comes to mind first when I hear you say say that is the goal of losing weight I feel like a lot of people Mm. at the new year want to lose weight and while that's a great goal what are you going to do to achieve that? Mm -hmm. You know, it like, are you going to work out? Are you going to eat a little better? Um, to that note, if your goal is to work out a little more Mm -hmm. and you set the goal, okay, I'm going to work out every day to lose weight in 2023. Is that realistic? I know for me, that's not realistic at all, but if I, not that my goal is to lose weight, but if I wanted to set a workout goal Mm -hmm. for me personally, how I would approach that is, on Sundays when I'm planning my week, I'm, I'm writing in my in my um, paper calendar all all the things I 
have during the day and trying to schedule out my to-do list and spread all that out and adding in my workouts and adding in breaks too because working out every day for me isn't always feasible because I'm just kind of busy sometimes yeah like we all are but if I say okay on Sunday my goal for this week is to work out four days or five days in this week mm -hmm. and planning those workouts writing them out or deciding which workouts I'm going to do if I'm doing a workout plan something like that and that's a really great way for me personally to get in those four or five workouts in a week and then the next Sunday comes around and then I'm doing the same thing again I'm saying okay looking at my week looking at the time I have how much time do I have for working out? Can I get four days in, five days in? Mm -hmm. I rarely ever schedule seven days of workouts because honestly, it's not achievable. And yeah. yeah, and setting yourself up for success is so great. It's like a positive feedback loop for yourself because mm -hmm. you feel good about achieving the goal, so you wanna do it more. Yeah. It's like, oh great, I did it this week, let's see if I can do it again next week. And then you do it again the next week, you're like, wow, I'm on fire, I'm mm -hmm. killing it. So. Yeah, I just think with with setting big goals like that, starting small, starting with what steps do you need to take to achieve that, yeah, can be very helpful. Yeah, I think I think that goes back to just being very realistic with your goals. Like if you're going to yeah, like being part of being real, realistic is not just asking yourself like what are like what you think you're capable of accomplishing, but what do you think you're capable of accomplishing in one day? Mm -hmm. or in one week, not just in the entire year. Yeah. So if you might, you might say, you know, you mentioned losing weight. Like if your goal is to lose 20 pounds by the end of the year, it's like, well, what can you realistically do in one week? Just like you're saying, you yeah. know, like just be real realistic with yourself. And, yeah. and that doesn't mean set a lower goal for yourself. Like absolutely no. like set, set that bar high for yourself and try and achieve it. But, um, it's a lot easier to keep working towards achieving something if you feel like you're being successful. You know? Exactly. It's going to motivate you and you know, you can't always rely on motivation to get things done because right. we all have days where we don't want to do anything, mm -hmm. but it, the more often you're motivated, the easier it is going to be to do those little things every day. Like exactly. if you have 30 or 45 minutes here and there, like you can get a 25 minute workout in mm -hmm. and it can be a great workout. You can get like a 15 minute workout in, it can be a great workout. Yeah. So just cut and you might have to get a little creative for getting your heart rate up really quickly mm -hmm. and getting a quick warm up in and everything. But again, it comes down to getting creative. Like how can I fit this in? How can I fit this other little thing in in order to build up all these small steps every day to achieve these amazing goals I have for myself. Yeah, um, I think I think that's a really good point to make too of motivation being a factor in accomplishing your goals. Um, because as someone who, you know, I, I grew up in a very competitive family and so a lot of things that I wanted to win at or do well at, it came from this competitive drive. And so whenever I got to a point in life where I was trying to accomplish something and achieve something and I was relying solely on this competitive drive sometimes that wouldn't be enough you know and I'd have to check check myself check my surroundings and check how I've been setting myself up to actually accomplish this goal like am I relying solely on willpower yeah. solely on motivation because like that that is not enough to accomplish a goal like if you really have a specific yeah. goal that you want to do something and you say I'm gonna do it because I am mentally tough enough to do this yeah like that that's not that realistic 
uh, I, everybody has a different threshold. Like I like to think of willpower as like a muscle, you know, and yeah. you're working this muscle. And yeah, so maybe some people are a little stronger. They have a little stronger willpower. Some people maybe not so much. Um, but everybody is going to fatigue that muscle at some point and they're going to need to rely on something else to get them to accomplish this. So a big part of that is changing your surroundings and changing the structure around you. So maybe that means giving yourself a, a schedule. You write out the schedule. Maybe that means changing the people you're surrounded by. Maybe the people that you're around are not motivated to see you change. You know, maybe they are holding you back. Um, so being willing to which is make, a really hard hard truth to come to terms with it is yeah It really it is. can be really tough because the people around you really have a huge influence on you um, and And the type of person that you are not just the goals you're trying to achieve and things like that, but um, Yeah, I think I think changing your surroundings to set yourself up for success even more So is a big part of it, you know as an example to that like with um I mean, losing weight is just such an easy example to go to. So by setting yourself up for success, it's a lot easier to not rely on willpower if in your home the food that you have available to you is healthier food options instead of going out and buying a, you know, the cosmic brownies or whatever, I don't know, something something sweet treat that you have in your pantry. It gets a lot easier to use, use your willpower once at the grocery store to say no to buying that than it is to give in to your willpower and buy it at the grocery store and then have to use your willpower every single day in the kitchen to resist eating that. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, and not to say that that's, you know, th that dieting and things like that is the end all be all of goal setting, but. Right. But yeah. just one example of using willpower and because everyone, like everyone, I don't, whoever you are, like has had moments where, you know, they've tried to use willpower and then they they fatigue that muscle mm -hmm. and then they just like you know maybe sit on the couch all day or they just like don't do anything all day and then the next day you're like oh like I didn't do anything all day yesterday like what am yeah. I doing and you just like kind of for me when when those days happen to me I I'm definitely re spurred and motivated mm -hmm. to like get back to it so yeah. sometimes it's, it's a little helpful but a great way to continue doing something without relying on willpower is to just build habits. If mm -hmm. you're in the habit of doing something every day, it's a lot easier if you don't have any willpower to just do it. Like for me, actually, one goal I set for the month of December mm -hmm. was to meditate every day. Over Thanksgiving, I was traveling and got out of the habit and started to feel a lot more anxious and just unnecessarily stressed and I knew it was because I wasn't in my habits and one of those habits that's really important to me is meditation mm -hmm. like I've talked about several times but so I I was like December 2nd or something like a few days after December started and I was like oh okay I've, I've gotten into this good habit this week of meditating every morning and so I want to keep this up for the whole month of December because I feel like it's doable yeah I just get up do it and it's done for the day and so I am now on day 16, even though it's before December 16th when at the time of this recording, <laughs> and it's going really well. And on the days I wake up and I don't want to, I just do it anyway because it's, it's the habit I'm in. I get up, I take my dog out, and I, I just sit down to do it. Yeah. And it's not, it's not hard because I don't have to use willpower. It's yeah. Now it's, it's becoming a habit, which mm -hmm. is what I was hoping for to start the new year strong. <laughs> Absolutely. And there are a lot of ways like tips and tricks out there on how to build 
good habits. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite ones is just incorporating it into something you're already doing every day. Yeah. You know, like um, meditating in the morning for me, since that's that was something that I started doing this year over the summer. Um, I instead of blocking out a chunk of time and and changing my schedule and changing my routine drastically. Um, or I guess it's not that drastic, but it would be, it would be okay. My routine is different now. Yeah. Um, instead of doing that, I built it into something that I was already kind of doing. So the, it's the first thing I do when I wake, when I wake up. Yeah. So first thing I used to do when I woke up was make my bed. So now I just, I tell myself, okay, I have to meditate before I make my bed. Because yeah. I'm always going to make my bed. That's a habit that I've been doing every day for years. So that habit's not going anywhere. So by tying on a new habit onto this old, very stuck in my ways habit, it makes it a lot easier to accomplish. Yeah, and to that point, something very similar that I've heard a lot about habit setting is tie, is using a trigger for it. So mm. like for me, my, my quote unquote trigger for meditating is taking out my dog. It's just like the thing that happens before yeah. I do that and then I meditate and then I do whatever after that that I'm gonna do that morning. Usually make coffee or something, and then and then continue on my day. But tying it to something like that, like if you want to drink more water, tying it to like, okay, I just brushed my teeth, now my teeth are clean, gotta drink some water. Or like right before you brush your teeth, drink some water, clean my teeth. <laughs> yeah. In the mornings, something like that. But yeah, tying it to something as a trigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really great way to bring in new habits into your life. Yeah. Um, Underlying all of that though, I think something that maybe isn't as thought about when people are setting new goals is the true, you know, quote unquote, why behind yeah. their setting the goal. You know, I feel like a lot of people go into the new year and there are, there are some of the classic new year goals of losing weight or exercising more or getting a promotion or, you know, just kind of the very standard um, new year's goals and there's nothing wrong with those goals but if you're just copying and pasting that into your own life saying like okay well that's what other people are doing that's what I'll do this year you gotta you gotta really ask yourself why you're trying to accomplish something you know yeah. and kind of going back to like writing in a journal you know why was I wanting to write in a journal every day and it, it wasn't about the task of checking the box of writing the journal it was about what I got out of writing the journal yeah so I was able to really evaluate is this something that I really want for myself and and I could see the tangible effects of writing in a journal regularly and consistently um, so that's why I, I continue to set that goal the year after and I'm gonna continue to set it this year too I I'm gonna go out and buy myself a journal before January 1st um, and um, get it started uh, just for the year hopefully I can fill it again the whole year um, but but yeah really understanding the why behind you're doing something because without that like you're gonna get to a point where your your willpower is exhausted and it'll probably be exhausted faster because you aren't you aren't relying on that deeper rooted motivation right and then you're then you're relying on your structure and then you're you're at a point where now you're just dissatisfied because you don't understand why you've been putting all this work and why you've been putting in all this effort if it's not even something you truly want. Yeah. You know? And that, that can also be something to go to, like, when you are working towards something you truly want, relying on that as a little bit of an extra motivation. Mm -hmm. You know, like, looking back, like, on the days where it is hard to get up and do something that you wanted to accomplish. Like, let's say, um, you know, when we were training for our marathon, you know, days that it's really hard to get up and train to go and run it's like well why am I even doing this yeah and asking yourself that reminding yourself the reason behind it mm -hmm. can be a, a good motivator but again 
can't rely solely on willpower. So you got to have a little bit extra in there. But yeah. yeah. Well, something, something that's actually just come up for me is that like your why can change and that's okay. Like I talked about actually in a previous episode, um, the self-care episode, if you're curious, you could listen more about this there, but I switched from the full marathon to the half marathon. Mm -hmm. And that's mostly because my why had changed a little bit Mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe not exactly that my why had changed, but because I stuck to my why, I, yeah, that's what it was. Because I stuck to my why of running to have structure Mm -hmm. and to have something fun to do outside of class, I switched from the marathon to the half marathon. So your why stayed the same, but your goal changed. Exactly. Because I stuck with my why. Mm -hmm. And and it wasn't just like, oh, I'm just going to run a marathon. Like, that's not really like, okay, why are you running a marathon? Who cares anyway? That's a really long way to run. Mm -hmm. Versus like... (laughs) versus the reasons I had. So I was able to modify and do something that ended up being a lot better for me, for my lifestyle mm-hmm. and mental health, quite frankly, in the long run. So yeah. sticking to your why means your goals can change a little bit and that's okay. That's showing yourself grace and kindness. Yeah, it really is. Um, I think other people could have a, a different perspective on why they're running a marathon. You know, Maybe it's because they want to really push their physical limits and they really yeah. want to make that that accomplishment of the marathon whereas yeah. I feel like when we were training you know it was a little more we want to add structure to our lives and structure to our our day-to-day with med school and and trying to fit that into studying and creating a structure with studying and just giving our lives a little bit more of a schedule mm-hmm. um while also mixing it up with exercise you know doing something a little different yeah um so yeah, so I think you know people can have the same goal with different whys, and people can have the same whys with different goals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and if you're just now starting to think about your why for some of your goals, that's that's okay. And if you need more time, you've got the you've got the whole year to accomplish goals. So if you need a few days into January to finish <laughs> figuring out your why and figuring out you know your specific goals with mm-hmm. your smaller action steps. That's okay, too. Yeah. I feel like you have to figure it all out by or before January 1. That was definitely something I struggled with for a long time because I, you know, I grew up and still am a little bit, hopefully a little bit better now, really relying on structure and things starting when they're supposed to start. You know, I was the kid, like, when every year for school supplies, like, I had to get matching journals for all the classes you know like they had to be the same type of notebook you know a different color per class you know I was I, yeah. I loved the structure um and so if I had a new year's resolution kind of goal or or something where it's like okay I want to do this in the year of 2021 2022 and setting that goal okay I'm gonna do this every day starting January 1st well if I didn't make that decision until January 3rd, I then I then I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm already starting off behind and I'm scrambling right at the beginning. And that's no way to set a goal. You know, I really feel like the new year should be looked at as a great time to reflect and reflect on maybe where you are in life right now. Um, just because, you know, it's a, it's a point in the year that everyone in, in the world is kind of doing that. So it, it's a great opportunity for you to do that too. Mm-hmm. But in no way should you limit yourself to the new year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Use it as a time to reflect, but continue to evaluate yourself and continue to set those goals and and life achievements that you want to work towards or the type of person you want to be, things like that. Yeah. It's not a January 1st thing only. 
Yeah, exactly. And that just kind of goes like you can treat yourself like you might treat a business, mm. kind of. Where in business or in a lot of other things, business just came up first, um, you have to audit it. You have to audit it, mm -hmm. see what's going well, see what's not going so well, do more of what you're doing well, and figure out how you can work on what's not going well in the business. So if you treat yourself like that, like, okay, Kate, what's been going well this year? What have you done great? Let's keep doing more of that. And yeah. what maybe have I fallen a little short with, mm -hmm. or not done so well, or really messed up <laughs> and how can I avoid that in the future and that's doing that is called growth because you're looking at yourself you're learning from your mistakes yeah. and you're you're playing on your strengths yeah absolutely yeah and I I just really think it's so important to continue to evaluate um, not just what you want to accomplish but like who who you want to be and how these goals are helping you be that person. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, if, if there are certain accomplishments out there that you want to have under your belt, like going back to running a marathon. Yeah. Um, it's like, wow, that's so great that you pushed your physical limits to be able to run 26.2 miles. But, but how did that change you as a person? Yeah. You know, like what kind of person did you become because you trained for a marathon? Yeah. And it's tough. And it changes you. It yeah. does, you know, and that's, that's what I think a lot of goals will do. You know, there might be a goal out there for getting a promotion that year. Okay, yeah. well, you want to achieve that goal without compromising who you are as a person or right. hopefully growing yourself as a person. That's what you want. Yeah. You know? And so I think I think really relying on that as being the core, the root of any kind of goal setting that you have or new year resolutions or, you know, just life changes that you want to make, really go back to who do you who do you want to be as a person? Yeah. You know? And how do you want this to help you become who you want to be as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, kind of to that point, my goal setting style is a yeah, little... Yeah, I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my goal setting style is a little bit different. For a while, I was a little more rigid and strict with my goal setting. Mm -hmm. And at New Year's, I would have just like the blanket. I don't even remember my goals, but I just remember them being like big and a little overwhelming and scary and just like no why behind them. Mm -hmm. But I would still have them, and then like a couple months in, I would fail them and be really hard on myself and like feel like a failure, and then just, and then just, you know, it was not good. Right. So for maybe a year or two, I just stopped thinking about goals. I was like, okay, we're just New Year's, like I'm gonna reflect, great, but I'm not gonna worry about setting any goals. I'm just gonna take some time off from that. There will be future years. Mm -hmm. And last year, I kind of came back to it and I did it a little bit differently. So technically it's still a goal, but it's not your traditional, like set this goal, have these milestones to get to the goal. It's, it was a little more of how I wanted to show up every day and how I wanted to feel. And for me last year, um, I felt like I had been doing a lot of things that I didn't necessarily exactly want to do, but was kind of going with the flow with my friends. Mm -hmm and family and whatever they wanted to do, I was like, yeah, sure, like, I'll do that, even though I really, really didn't want to do some of those things and could have just mm. gone and did what I wanted to do and it would have not been a big deal. Yeah. So for 2022, I was like, okay, I'm gonna practice actually doing what I want to do and doing what makes me happy, not at the cost of, like, my relationships and not in a bad way, just, right. like, kind of staying true to myself and taking care of what I need to take care of for me. Right. And 
as someone, I mean, I think a lot of people these days have a little bit of people pleasing in them. And yeah. as someone who, <laughs> who definitely had quite a bit of people pleasing, like that was really hard. Like I was like, oh my gosh, is this person gonna be mad at me if I mm. say no to this or, or mostly saying no to things really. Yeah. Um, and, and so I was able to practice doing that and I realized, oh, people like actually don't care what I do. <laughs> And when I go do things that make me happy, I feel better and I show up better for myself and in my relationships. And so that positive feedback yeah. like, helped me remember to to do stay true to myself and do what I wanted to do. And so that was kind of my goal for 2022. And definitely was not perfect in that, mm-hmm. but showed myself some grace, Yeah, audited myself. <laughs> Hey, when you were in this situation and you did not do what you wanted to do, why didn't you do that? And how yeah. can we avoid that for next time? Um, and so for me, like having that sort of, it was more of like a softer goal that helped me achieve it more because it didn't feel stressful. It felt like, okay, like I'm going to try to do this in situations where I might feel like a little uncomfortable or I don't want to yeah. do something. And so my goals for this upcoming year are kind of along those similar lines. Mm-hmm. And actually, one big, another, the marathon was kind of also tying into that goal of doing what I felt like was good for me rather right. than like I signed up for the marathon. I told everyone I was running a marathon. Mm-hmm. I should just do the marathon, <laughs> but like in my head, I was like, no. Yeah, I'm gonna do great, what's best for me. A great example. Who of the cares? Yeah, who attitude, cares yeah. what anyone thinks? And if you know, 13 miles is still pretty far. So, still an accomplishment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that was just, like, my personal goal setting, which is very different from the traditional. But, again, we're all our own individual beautiful snowflakes. And so, yeah. our brains all might work a little differently. And so, if you're finding that setting goals is – or, sorry, if you're finding that you're setting goals and you're not achieving them and you're mm-hmm. consistently disappointed in yourself – that's a great opportunity to learn from that and maybe try a new way of setting goals or maybe mm-hmm. try setting different goals or smaller goals. Yeah, because I think I think that is a great description of how you and I are a little different and mm-hmm. how we like to set goals, but we're both, you know, very motivated and high achieving and we want to go out and, you know, make ourselves different and work towards a better version of ourselves all the time. Right. And we're both pretty I don't, I mean, we're successful in working towards that all the time and we're different in how we do it. Like, I think another example is like medical school. Yeah. You know, we talked about this a little bit, how you and I had very different approaches going into that year before we got accepted. Yeah. You know, how, how we went into the motivation and the goal setting of wanting to accomplish getting into med school. For me, it was, I needed to have structure. Mm -hmm. I needed to have something every day that I was working towards or, you know, studying for the MCAT. It was like, okay, today I'm studying this. I created a whole schedule for myself. And on days when I didn't want to study, you know, I, I was asking myself, okay, well, like how badly do I want to get into medical school? How badly do I want this? And if I, if I don't want it that badly, then I'm, I'm not gonna, not gonna do it, you know, or I'm not going to study today. But then also asking myself the question of what is the most important thing I can be doing right now? Yeah. And sometimes that means going to bed. Sometimes that means not studying. Sometimes it means, you know, hanging out with some friends and enjoying a dinner. Um, But, like, I needed to have that structure to motivate myself and push myself and 
when I had no motivation, rely on that structure to help me work towards this goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a that is a great way for some people yeah. to accomplish a goal. But like your experience was a little different. Yeah, I I definitely need a lot of structure. So I definitely had the study plan for the MCAT, mm-hmm. and um, I guess not so much for writing essays. That was just a frenzy of essay writing. Right. That was a but bit <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely need to focus on the smaller goals. So when I didn't feel like studying one day, it wasn't like, how badly do you want to get into med school, Kate? Because mm-hmm. for me, in my, that little voice in my head, that is really, honestly, that's a mean voice in my head. <laughs> and if I ask myself that, it's more of a, well, maybe you don't want it badly enough. And then that little voice in my head starts mm. bullying me. And then I just feel really down about myself. And it, it kind of just spirals into a really unhealthy place. Yeah. So for me, it's like, if I really don't feel like studying one day, it's like, okay, what can I do to get my energy up so I can study? Sometimes that means going for a walk. Sometimes it means a harder workout. Mm-hmm. It, it can be literally anything, some food, a, a warm, cozy drink, or if I'm in the middle of studying, taking a little break, doing some stretching, because that always somehow makes me feel more awake than mm-hmm. even if I drink caffeine sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but doing something to achieve the goals for that day, because because I find that if I just focus on the day and not too much on the goals ahead, I, I do a lot better that way. And actually, I started shifting toward doing that because my bigger goals actually never work out. They always work out a lot better than I could have ever dreamed. <laughs> Which, like, that's not where it sounded like that was going. I know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know. But, like, I had goals to, I don't know, like, like for example, like, getting into college. I was like, okay, I want to get into this college and this college. And I was very strict on my goals. And I was like, you know how badly do I want to get in this college? Like, mm-hmm. it was very a lot more similar to your goal-setting style and day-to-day working toward that goal. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get into any of those colleges. Mm. And I got into Georgia Tech, and I didn't know anything about it, and I didn't even know it was a good school. I was like, oh, it's just, like, a school in the <laughs> South, like... Yeah, whatever. It's, a, it's a pretty good school, Kate. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whatever. It was it was a safety school. And then I get there, and I was like, oh, my God, how did I get in here? <laughs> and um, and I felt so fortunate to be there, and I learned so much. And that, that worked out better than I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. A similar situation happened for medical school. My freshman year of college, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to get into medical school. There are so many things I have to do, mm-hmm. like – building your resume takes some time and takes some strategy mm-hmm. and I never thought I would take gap years because I thought that taking gap years would mean my resume would be lesser than other mm. people's and it turns out by taking gap years I grew a lot in yeah. in just who I am as a person and I met my current boyfriend and some really really close friends that I never would have met and I'm so thankful to be in this particular class at this particular institution because if I hadn't taken any gap years mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would have known about this program yeah and this program is exactly what I wanted to do all along I, I didn't want to just do traditional med school I want to do mm-hmm. med school with a little bit of spice and fun added to it <laughs> <laughs> spice and fun <laughs> yeah spice it up a little bit and do something a little different and and so all of that worked out literally perfectly and I couldn't have planned that and so that's why for me I've I definitely have my long-term goals like I want to 
I want to do XYZ in however many years. Yeah. But for me, if I focus on the day to day, I focus on my daily routine, exercising every day, meditating every day, journaling, you know, as often as I can, because mm-hmm. um, that doesn't happen every day for sure. But doing those kinds of things lead me to these bigger goals, and often they work out better than I could have imagined. Yeah. So. Maybe that's just one person's story or other people feel the same, but... <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think to kind of counteract that a mm-hmm. little bit, um, from the other perspective, like, there may be times when you work really, really hard for something mm. and things don't work out the way you want them to. Yeah. And and it's a lot harder to face that reality when you look back on your experience of working towards that goal and you ask yourself, did I really do everything I can to try and get, accomplish this goal within reasonable limits, obviously. Right, you know, yeah, you and need to sleep and eat and yeah, take care and of yourself. Yeah, and you definitely take care of yourself, but, you know, and kind of asking yourself, go, I, I love that, that advice that I got from my dad. I think I've even said this on another episode too, but just what is the most important thing you can be doing right now? Yeah. So if you answered that question and, and did that every single day, and you still didn't accomplish your goal or something else happened that made it so you couldn't accomplish what you were trying to accomplish. Um, I think in that, in that situation, that's where you need to have even more grace for yourself, you know, and you, and you need to be willing, like going into a season of life where you're trying to accomplish something, Mm -hmm. you need to be willing to accept the reality that it might not happen. Yeah. Well, and, and that's another thing I like about not about focusing on the day to day because then I'm not too tied to a long term goal. Like for example, after college I wanted to get a job working in industry and I didn't. Mm. And that was kind of hard. But then I went back to focusing on the day to day and then I ended up um, getting a couple different jobs in my gap year that I one I really loved, one was great but I didn't personally align with so well but my life outside of work was just like mm-hmm. so amazing with the people I was with um and so but I couldn't have predicted that I couldn't have, right. like in college I couldn't have been like oh I actually don't want to get a job when I graduate I want to live with my parents for a year <laughs> and then I'm gonna move out like who could have known that but taking things day to day and definitely like I was still applying to jobs mm-hmm. I was still working towards that yeah but also not being too tied to one thing and taking things as they come because you never know like there could be something much better out there yeah. for you that you really can't predict yeah and also not just the outcome might be different the outcome might be what you want it to be it just might not be in your timeline right I think that's another right. thing too. yeah it's like you know with med school for example I I went into the idea of applying to med school knowing that I was probably not as competitive as some other applicants just because I made the decision to try to go to med school a little bit later um, in my school career. Oh, I wasn't even in school anymore. I was I was working full time when I decided I wanted to, go, wanted to go to med school. So, you know, I didn't have the four years of shadowing and the four years of, you know, being in a medical society somewhere. You know, I didn't have that. So I, I went into the year knowing that I was going to do everything that I could, I was going to work every single day that I that I could to accomplish those day-to-day goals to work at getting into med school, but I had to accept the reality that achieving that goal was not solely in my hands. Yeah. You know, some there were other people out there that are making some of those decisions for me. You know, there are people who are deciding whether or not I get an interview, whether or not I get accepted, whether yeah. or not they're even going to look at my application. Yeah. You know, so I had to go into that knowing that 
my reality might not be that in this year I get into medical school. But that doesn't mean that I wouldn't get into medical school at some point. Right. So I had to tell myself, okay, my goal this year is to get into medical school. Yeah. And if I don't get into medical school, I'm going to – my goal then is just moving on to the next year. You know, it's actually kind of funny because when I I had that goal for myself – and I got accepted into medical school on like January 2nd or something like that. Oh so my I, God. I finished the year thinking that I didn't do it. Yeah. I, I finished December and I was telling myself, okay, I know there's still time. Actually, I was also accepted on January 2nd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know that there's, there's still time that, you know, I could get an acceptance letter, but I have to start working towards this, this new goal of a new year of trying to get in. And I kind of, I, that was really hard for, I mean, it was 48 hours of feeling like really disappointed. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just recognizing you can continue to set goals for yourself and it's great to have a timeline and it's great to have a deadline of when you want to have something done, but especially when something isn't totally in your control, it's great to be able to accept the reality, you know, have some peace with yourself going into this, this goal setting season of if something is not totally in your control, it might not happen and that's okay. You know, and, and just, I don't know, just having, having the grace for yourself and having the peace that you can't control everything. Yeah. And I think kind of a quick little side note on this. I think we come at this from the the mindset of people who are super high achieving and always wanting to be better and always Mm. wanting to go to the next. But if you're the type of person who's a little more laid back, like, oh, like, it's okay if I don't do this. Yeah. Maybe consider pushing yourself a little bit because mm-hmm. there is a balance between showing yourself grace and pushing yourself to get to the next level Absolutely, because yeah. you, you need both. Like I, an analogy I like to think about in goal setting and, and just getting be- improving yourself as a person, personal development is working out. If you work out three hard days in a row, you need a day off. Like your body just needs a day off to recover. And then on the day after your rest day you're going to come back and you're going to be even stronger and better than you were before so you do need to have those periods of pushing yourself and you do need to have those periods of being like okay this might not be working out so well that's okay we're going to do this like it's like how would you talk to your best friend about it if they were going hard and you're so proud of them and then like they tripped up and something got messed up you know you'd probably tell them like hey you're doing great it's okay just reflect, take some time, and then get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great attitude to have just going into this new year, finishing out December. Um, Just knowing that things are, you know, fresh starting January 1st. So it's a great way to just go into the new year. uh, Just having a fresh attitude of I'm going to set some goals for myself, make them realistic, do what works for you. What's your style of setting goals um, or setting, there's not even necessarily a goal, but just maybe a new attitude for the year or just the type of person that you want to be for the year. Yeah. Um, and and don't limit yourself to January 1st. Yeah. You know? But at that point too, be ready to go into January 1st strong. Yeah, exactly. Like if you think of things now that you want to do, like start doing, maybe you want to incorporate more vegetables into your diet or exercise more. I just say those because those are easy go-tos. Easy go-tos <laughs> and very, very common. Yeah. Start doing that now. How can you do that now so you can start the year with a little momentum mm-hmm. and then you're not feeling like, okay, it's January 1st. Oh my gosh, I have this, all these things I want to start doing for this year and it feels overwhelming. Just mm-hmm. like maybe start doing one or two things now and you'll come January 1st, you'll already like 
be getting into the habit of doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And just as a little side note, I also feel that starting anything on January 1st is so hard. Oh, it's so stressful. I stay up so late the night before for yeah. New Year's and yeah. then it's like, oh, I'm going to work out every day or something like that. It's January 1st and I'm exhausted. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I already failed that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Or like, oh, I'm going to, you know, follow this certain diet, but all the grocery stores are closed on January yeah. 1st. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, but just... Just have grace for yourself, be patient, um, you know, be at peace with the future outcomes of your goals, yeah. um, and be ready to work hard at yeah. the same time. Have, have good balance. Yes. Agreed. Well, I think that wraps up our episode today. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review, we would really, really appreciate that. Yeah. So we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year.